0: All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jello o and Zach.
1: The song I play when I don't know what I want to play or how I relates to that show. How you doing, Zach?
2: I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself?
1: Ah, oh, I'm hanging out in there. Uh, so first off, I gotta say, I am still recovering from a cold, and I may cough uh, quite a bit this episode. I'll try to turn away from the mic and whatnot, but I apologize ahead of time. This
2: is a good song. You probably could have found something about a conspiracy. Um for the NHK.
1: I could have. Couldn't think of anything though. It's a conspiracy. Ooh ooh, woo.
2: You can hear me type real loud.
1: Yeah, we both can.
2: I bet Queens probably has a song about a conspiracy. What, what
1: the hell's a Queens Reich? It sounds like German.
2: Uh, an older heavy metal band like from the seventies. <laughs> Where's your musical knowledge?
1: I don't go back to the 70s. I was born in 84.
2: I don't either, but that's the only place you can find music. So anyway, aside from my musical taste...
1: What is it, like... German death metal?
2: No, it was an American band.
1: Oh. Dang.
2: But they have a lot of like anti-government songs. It's kind of like Rage Against... Stuff like
1: that. Oh, okay. You know, I couldn't have just played Pink Floyd, another brick in the wall. We don't need no education.
2: Yeah, they have some conspiracy type songs.
1: And it lasts like 45 minutes. Mm hmm. (laughs) The longest intro to a podcast ever. And copyright infringement.
2: Yep. We're experts at that.
1: Yes. (coughs) So, yeah, we have not recorded in nearly a month because. uh, I have been sicker than a dog. I got, like, the super-duper super flu about three weeks ago. and uh,
2: Where's your flu vaccination?
1: I didn't get one this year thinking, oh, I'll be okay.
2: Well, that's a mistake.
1: Well, I heard it wasn't very effective this year anyway. Hmm. There were so many sick people at work. Holy crap. Interesting. But, uh, but, yeah, it was one of those, like, you know, I don't get colds that often, but... Holy crap, this one knocked me out of commission. Um, but uh, I have had a chance to uh, watch 24 more episodes, sadly in a month, of uh, Monsters, so I want to talk about that today. And you've watched an awesome show that I recommended wholeheartedly last episode. Welcome to the NHK.
2: Yep, I'll get to talk about that.
1: show I've reviewed, but now you get to review it, so I'm really excited to see what you got to say.
2: Um, I'm excited to talk about it. It had ups and downs.
1: It did. It was nothing... Uh, I mean, it was really fun, but like, I felt like uh, it was better in the beginning. And mm-hmm. it had, like, when it was picking a topics to, for discussion, like, uh, I really liked the MMO. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, that's about it. Well, let us get into the review, though. I don't want to spoil it. But, uh... Meanwhile, there's been airing shows, and, uh, man, he raced. There was a huge uh, reveal this week.
2: Oh, no, I didn't watched. see the recent one.
1: Oh, shit.
2: I've only seen nine. I haven't watched ten yet. All
1: right. Well, we find out who the killer is.
2: <gasps> Gasp!
1: I know. Go watch it, damn it.
2: Is it shocking? It, yes. Is it someone? It's the person
1: you enough. least suspect.
2: See, I, I'm going to have to watch it, but this whole time... I was guessing it was like his friend there, or A smart friend.
1: He did, yeah. I can see where you go. I can see that.
2: In the in the beginning, they show like him and the teacher conspiring, and they're like, "Oh, this is." No,
1: they actually worship. explain all that. Oh yeah,
2: well, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, it's really good. great show. One of my favorites so far.
1: Oh, and uh, and honestly, ugh, really, really, don't get a phone call all day. <laughs> Shut up, phone. So yeah, erase was really good this week. Uh, if you haven't watched it or have been watching it, I still say this show is amazing. And uh, one of the things I'm kind of worried about because the show focuses on on three kidnappings as well as the events happening in his real life in his life in present time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I was like, man, this is only twelve episodes. You know, how are they gonna? How are they gonna uh you know do everything in twelve episodes, and uh they found a way,
2: yeah, I'm really impressed with the pacing so far. It felt real good that he like saved the first girl and it didn't seem rushed or anything,
1: yeah, but that, uh, I also feel like k o got the majority, but they ra- they honestly like after this week's episode, you'll understand everything like. Because that was kind of the same way. I'm like, well, there's two other girls. They don't mm-hmm. have time to do all the same crap you did with the first one.
2: And how will they have time to go back to the present, too? Yeah. yeah so I really like the present episode because the girl at like the pizza place helps them. And yep. I'm like, well, do we ever find out what happens to him when he's going to jail? Like, Will they even have time to go back to the present? So.
1: Well, you'll find out a lot this episode. So it answers a lot of questions. And uh, there's more. There's even a cliffhanger. So, okay, they've been hey,
2: good about 11. that. Uh, they do like some fake foreshadowing every episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do do that. In this case, this isn't foreshadowing. That something actually happens. Mm. So, yeah, but you're right because like they'll be like, "Oh shit, they're talking, they're conspiring." Mm-hmm. Oh no, they were just talking. Nothing more.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> that, good at it. giving red herrings at the end, and it makes you wonder, especially if you're watching it week to week.
1: Yeah, no, I think this show would be really good. This is one of those shows where it'd be really good to marathon, but I also wonder if you devalue the show because you don't have to wait. But on the other hand, you're getting answered right away, so maybe the little things happening you may not notice or really care because you can just move on to the next episode. Mm. What do you?
2: Think? I actually like a show like this to watch spread out. It gives me time to think about it and wonder. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mystery shows are good for that.
1: Yeah, I, I really wonder if there's any other shows like like uh, Erased. It's really, really good.
2: I thought Another was pretty close. Really? Another is inferior, most likely, but that's like a horror mystery, and that was really good. Gotcha. I'm a fan. I don't think people liked it overall, but it was really good.
1: <coughs> Excuse me. Again, I apologize for coughing. I don't have the... Ability to meet myself and cough.
2: And <laughs> um, I can't think of any other mystery-type shows, though,
1: or um, anime.
2: Bacchana, to some degree. Yeah. But that's because it's also told in a funny way.
1: What's another? I mean, like, Cold Giasse, I look at, like, as a thriller. Mm-hmm. not necessarily a mystery.
2: It's like, you have imperfect information about characters' actions, but it's not really a mystery. Yeah. You don't know why Lelouch does some things until the end, but you still know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Higarashi must be a mystery, because I'm yeah, on season but I two, also- and still don't know.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, well, no, I don't. See, I don't think it is. I think it's just more horror, for the sake of horror. Because it's like it restarts every time. Mm. The fuck was that? Well, either there's a gunfire going off, or I'm guessing that's, uh, fireworks.
2: <laughs> Hopefully. Sorry, I'm, sc- I'm scrolling through my I don't know if you hear things that I've not. watched, and I can't really think of many other mystery types. Perfect yeah. Blue is kind of a good uh, suspense thriller, sort of a mystery.
1: Yeah, that is true. That is no, it, that it was a movie instead of episodic, though.
2: but it still had me wondering at parts.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like we were trying to solve anything per se, though.
2: True. That was more you're just a wondering psyche. how the characters. saw Yeah. Themselves.
1: Well, you're seeing like the character's character psyche deteriorate in front of you. Mm-hmm. If you guys can recommend anything good, uh, definitely let us know because I, I love these mystery animes. It's definitely, and uh, when done right, I should say.
2: I would say this is probably the best example of it. So it'll be hard to find probably. something else. Good.
1: Yeah. I'd have to agree with you. Then I started watching the show called. I bought it on Blu-ray because it was like 25 bucks. And on the back it was like, from the creators of Hayate the Combat Butler and Buck and Test, or I think from the studio. And I was like, I love those shows. I own them all and they're great. Hayate is awesome. Buck and Test we reviewed and it's awesome.
2: Yep.
1: Oh god, this show sucked. <laughs> so much so, I didn't pay attention because it's Funimation. They dub everything. They didn't dub this. They can dub Icky Tosin, Freezing, uh, High School DXD, Masters of Martial Hearts. They yeah, even I'm not, had, sure, I'm not they, sure
2: what category tra- you're trying to make with DXD in there. That
1: shows <coughs> the trailer was even Icky Tosin. Mm-hmm. When you first started the DVD or Blu ray, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, your, your gym uniform is ripped off. Half your boobs are showing. And it, it was dubbed. And I was like, alright. Oh, this is what I'm getting into. This is. This is great. And then they were like starting the show and it was like all in Japanese. I'm like, damn it. I can't watch it on my TV. I'm too blind to read the subtitles. <laughs> so I watched some illegal dubs. Or some illegal. Because freaking Funimation had the first two episodes on their little streaming thing. And then like the rest of them they said could not be found. It's like, what am I paying you for, Funimation? I paid for a year of service, I can't even use it. Mhm. But uh for some reason it wasn't even on the on the app. They didn't have it, but they had it on the website. It was really weird. But yeah, so this show is like these two 16-year-old brother and sister. I I can't tell. I think it's the brother comes to the comes to the school or the other way around. I think it's a sister. The sister comes to the school. I don't fucking know. They don't do a very good job of explaining it. <laughs> I'm thinking it's a sister because the first scene is her, like, taking a train and meeting her brother for the first time in six years. And they're living together. And everything looks great. And you're like, oh, yeah, right. oh, that's cute. Okay, they're reunited. And then they're like, oh, I'm going to take a bath. And the brother's like, yeah, you can take a bath first. No problem. And then she's waiting and waiting and waiting. And then she gets upset and goes up to her brother and says, why did not you try peeking on me in the bathroom? I'll give you another chance. And he's like, what? He's like real about it. Like, uh, we're, we're, we're siblings. That's disgusting. The fuck's wrong with you? But yeah, this show is like nudity and penny shots and it gets fun. It because this isn't even so. At first, they make it seem like, oh, it's just the brother and sister living together in this, sh- like, it's the shithole, you know, dormitory where it's run down. I was thinking kind of like, uh, the pet girl of Senzaku kind of situation where they live in the, the run down dormitory, you know. And, uh, nope, there's like four other girls there as well. Well, three. And, uh,. They all live together for some reason, and they're all in the uh, student council together. And they all want his cock for no reason at all.
2: Just the main character, that's why. Exactly.
1: It was terrible. Like, seriously. And on top of this, like the show titles are like Indecency, Braless, Naked, and it has nothing to do with anything.
2: Other than the only reason people are watching it, the fan service.
1: Ah, uh, This is horrible.
2: I don't have enough time in my life to use it on that. Mm-hmm. Although, high school DXD, work of art.
1: And then you showed me the intro before I even, I totally even saw that I would bought it. Ah, mm-hmm. so much indoo
2: I had to make sure you knew what you were getting into. Want I've seen the intro before.
1: Flute playing girls, they're giving me a blowjob underneath my desk.
2: Yeah, John watched it, I'm pretty sure.
1: I want to know what he thought of it. Hmm. Was it
2: I wonder what he rated it. I think I can check.
1: Three boobs.
2: I don't think it was one of his favorites.
1: I mean, this like, show... Well, here's are so stupid. It's like, <coughs> I can get over a show like this. Like, It's not the fan service that bothers me. It's just the stupidity of it. It's just like... So like... Okay. Second episode, okay, they do the intro of each episode, and you kind of meet everybody and whatever. So the second episode, this is what I don't understand. The the, 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 the the brother is supposed to be the new one in school. But his sister's been there for a while. But yet they show the sister taking this huge long train ride and this whole rigmarole about getting enrolled. and It was so stupid. Anyway, so the second episode is about him... How he can't make friends because his sister always wants to be with him on break. Mm. And that's the whole episode. And, like, she'll be like, oh, I can't wait to talk to my brother. Oh, he's so great. And everyone else around her, like all the two other girls, like, she goes to the gym with and stuff, are like, oh, she's doing it again. Oh, isn't she weird? Like, don't give a shit. Like, normal people don't act that way.
2: Yeah, he gave it, John gave it a six, so it wasn't his favorite.
1: Yeah, but a six is, like, better than average.
2: Yeah, it's good enough to watch, I guess, for him, but he has uh, higher rated fan service shows.
1: I mean, and that's, but that was the whole episode was like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm spending too much time with you, brother. I'll lay off and let you do stuff. But then she'll be, like, on the outside of the classroom, like, looking through the door. And, like, people are like, what the fuck? And that was the second episode. Third episode... Was about the fact that he was doing repairs, and he collected the laundry, and this little sister got all angry that the under her underwear was like being touched or something. I what a weird! This show is so retarded. <laughs>
2: it's like people that have never been in those social situations are now writing shows about them.
1: Exactly. Like,
2: or I guess they know the reality, but if people I guess aren't watching anime for reality, then maybe I mean, they're supposed to overreact. Really don't but I've you, never known a girl to be upset by that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like even, well, even there's even one girl who's like, I, I don't care. Just, mm-hmm. whatever, you're getting the laundry. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the little sister is like, oh my god, no! Oh, you didn't, you touched him, only I... Got, uh, it's like, oh, Where's a gun? <laughs> Seriously, like... Maybe then, that's why John liked it. Maybe
2: it ends with the main character shooting all of them.
1: Maybe. I mean, I don't know, but... Seriously, like, there's no reason. Like, the first episode, they go to have dinner together and they fight for five minutes over who's gonna sit next to the main character and why each of them is worthy to sit next to the main character. <sighs> don't, don't don't, 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 don't watch this show. Ever? It's trash. Like, you can have a good fan service show,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but the characters are all idiots.
2: Anything with High School. High School of the Dead, High School DXD, other things happen besides uh, just fan service.
1: Yeah, this is... And that's the thing, like...
2: I don't even like any of the girls' character designs in this, either. I
1: like the yellow-haired girl, the blonde, who plays the flute, because mm. really like she's always tired and ready for a nap. But even she's weird. She's like, oh, I want to be a tsundere, so she'll do tsundere things, and... Like, she was talking about, oh, you've touched my underwear. Well, I guess you want a fresh pair that, that's worn. Let me take mine off, and uh, I don't, I don't. It's
2: terrifying. I don't like it. It's
1: terrible. I think mean, I'm just going to actually probably just go set this thing on fire. <laughs> and just, you know, okay, I spent 25 bucks on this god-awful show. All I you know is all
2: back? the characters, according to these pictures, have great clavicles. Whoever animated this show and drew them like really defined necks. Yes. <laughs> like the little sister character is like giant like like how you draw lazy birds when you're a kid by like a V. That's what her neck looks like.
1: <laughs> Why well, those Ws.
2: I always drew like a horizontal line and then a V and then another horizontal line.
1: Hmm.
2: But then again I was never good at art.
1: Yeah, was I I was always supposed to draw <laughs> lowercase W's.
2: That's what her neck looks like.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's a weird show. I I I, I don't know. I want to keep watching it just to see if anything happens, but I also want to like kill myself after watching.
2: <laughs> so, did you watch any more airing shows besides Erased?
1: No, I've been wondering if I'm not if I'm missing anything, but
2: Konosuba.
1: Mm. The
2: parody of shows like Sword Art. I'm loving it.
1: Okay. Did you see that Sword Art has an, uh, a movie?
2: Yeah, an augmented reality movie, which could be interesting because it's going to bridge the gap between uh, Sword Art and Excel World. Yeah. Cause they happen in the same universe. It does. Yeah, so that could be interesting. I mean, I'll watch it. I,
1: I would, too. I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm even a sucker to we, the franchise despite being upset it. with it. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those, like, <laughs> well, I've watched 48 episodes. Mm-hmm. At this point, and that movie, they the other movie they came out with,
2: yeah. So like, I like I feel well. I didn't watch the other movie just because it's like a I watched
1: half of it and it was like, eh, okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's enjoyable. I'll give it that, but it does have a ton of flaws. But I think a uh, movie format will actually suit a show like that better. They can't get off track and have like one really good half and one really bad half. I feel like they'll have more continuity.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I expect. Better things from the movie, perhaps. Could be letting myself down, but yeah, it's a far better format than twenty-four episodes because it just gives them so much time to dick around and like ruin a half.
1: Yeah, it's true. This half they have to be focused. Mm-hmm. What have you been watching?
2: I've been watching Kashi, the one about candy, which isn't really about candy. Well, it is, but it's uh, it's funny. Some people don't think it's funny. I think it is. It's humor is way different than other anime I've seen. Other anime focus on, like, more Eastern humor, like, ha, character flaws and character situations that are not necessarily compromising, like, fan service, but just, like, shows someone's negative side of their character and people laugh about it, which are, like, to me in media seems like a cheap trick, because as the writer, you could easily just write in a character flaw that would be funny. Mm-hmm. But this actually, like, references situations earlier in the episode or in reference to the candy. Like, it's it's humor that stands apart from just their characters. So I think it's well-written, but... Um. Obviously, that's just an opinion. I have no, like, humor degree. or But to me, the comedy is more impressive when it does that rather than just it seems like it's written in after the fact. Gotcha. So, funny show. And I'm le- learning a lot about weird Japanese candies. I mean, not even candies, but, like, they run a convenience store in the show. So it's just, like, a whole bunch of cheap convenience food. Huh. Um, let's see. I'm also watching gate which this uh, this season's probably better than the first season so far, so I'm enjoying that a lot. What else erased obviously and Konosuba, which is amazing They just had like well what for all purposes for them was like a fan service episode mm-hmm. and still super good um
1: how many uh how many episodes is only ten only ten okay
2: but it's it's so good great voice acting that carries a lot of it it uh, makes the ridiculous characters more believable there's definitely a dichotomy of like the quiet girl and then the super obnoxious active one and like the acting and animation and facial expressions really lends itself to all of that so I'd say it's well I haven't watched all the shows this season obviously because some don't even interest me but to me it's the second best this season maybe tied with Gate and then, Excellent. obviously, Behind Erased.
1: Gotcha. Well, cool, I think it's man.
2: definitely worth watching. Definitely. It's short and sweet, so I'd recommend it. And that's it. I don't know what I'm going to watch next, because I need another show besides airing
1: shows. Yeah. I'm still trying to ponder what I want to watch next.
2: But, uh, I haven't started Dimension W yet, though I want to. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, now that it's being dubbed by uh, Funimation and Adult Swim and all that, I figure it's probably worth to go check out.
2: Yeah, I'll definitely check out the first episode.
1: And that's it. Alright. Um, what was I going to ask? Ah, uh, whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday of this week, there is a limited screening of the Psychopaths movie.
2: Hmm. In theaters?
1: Yeah. Neat. And the one that I was... Actually, is here in Charlotte.
2: And, oh, uh, if it's in your city, you gotta go.
1: Yeah, Charlotte's pretty big. I'm wondering if it's worthwhile going. Because it looks like it has nothing to do with the first or second season, per se.
2: I think the main guy character comes back, according to the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> So, it probably has something closer to do with the first season. Gotcha. The second season is not even, like, mentioned.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I only watched.
2: They probably the made it as like, a filler in between the two seasons.
1: Gotcha. Well. I, I do don't know.
2: really love the show, so I do want to watch the movie, but like you said, I mean, you'll have opportunities to watch it outside of the theater.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Do you think we should go?
2: I think we should go. I think it's a rare opportunity. I don't know if it's near me.
1: i will see. Yeah, go to Funimation.
2: It might be in just Detroit. Go to
1: Google. Just Google, just Google uh,. Psychopath movie, and if you scroll down to the webpage, it will uh, say, hey, enter your address or zip code.
2: Oh, well, it's at uh, Rochester Hills. That's like 25 minutes from me. I could go to it.
1: Cool. Wow. Maybe I will go to it on Tuesday then.
2: Yeah, mine's on Tuesday, Wednesday also. You
1: gotta reserve, yeah, it's all that's all it's airing. You gotta reserve your seat, so. At least to the one I had to. I literally had to pick my seat. It's kind of annoying because it's like, dang it, really? I just want to sit wherever.
2: Tuesday. Oh, that's yeah. It's in two days, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so this week. Do I want to go? Let's see. I work Tuesday. I could go at seven.
1: That's all it airs is at seven.
2: Mine is ten, one, four, seven, and nine.
1: Dang, mine's only seven.
2: Wow. Let's see how far it is from me.
1: My theater is good. Like move at once. Yeah,
2: they're like anime that lesser art form.
1: That garbage that isn't made by, by uh, Disney.
2: Yeah, by union American hands. It's twenty four minutes, so I was close to what I, I think I said twenty five. Um, it is dubbed. It's two hours long. Ugh. It's not available for online ticketing. Is this like the world's what? smallest theater? Man, I've never so I've much. never been to it.
1: I can dress your mind. Mine was eleven bucks. It was ten dollars and some dollar fee for some garbage. Huh.
2: It doesn't even tell me how much it is. Huh. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I was actually kinda of shocked how cheap it was.
2: Oh, here we go. It's uh,
1: $10. Oh, okay. Yeah, same price. Yeah. Cool. Mm. I'll ponder do it and it. let you know tomorrow.
2: Then again, I'll have to go uh, see the movie with all those weeds.
1: <laughs> hey, you just keep to yourself. Keep a low profile. You're good.
2: Well, no, my concern is people not keeping a low profile because normal movies already annoy me when people make noise. <laughs> I can only imagine this would be worse. Oh. I have like a zero tolerance for disruption of movies.
1: Like, Shut the fuck up. Basically. You say anything, I'll kill you.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh. Rustle your popcorn, you rustle my jimmies. I'll have go. to take you out.
1: <laughs> uh. Alright. You want to get into DVD picks?
2: Oh, do I ever? We already covered news with that one release of Sword Art movie. Oh, actually, other news. April 1st, new JoJo. So hype. Really? Yep. I guess it's what? It coincides to pretty much the new season starting, but April 1st, April Fools on.
1: <laughs> I Hopefully of the same it's not thing. just like, a joke. Oh, it's the Terrence and Phillip special. Not without my anus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One of my
0: favorite series. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks.
1: Yeah, what should you get? I want to murder my computer in about three seconds because I can't play audio. Apparently,
2: it, it sounded fine. What do you mean? Uh,
1: like you'll hear it like clip out. Like I don't know.
2: Hmm. Yeah, the music did seem shorter.
1: Well, no, I did that, but I was saying, like, you'll hear it, like, kind of like skip. I don't know. Fuck my computer. Uh. Uh,
2: Is that ever since you went to, like, 10 and then back to 7? I
1: probably. I don't know. I don't
2: freaking know. We got Three Cubed.
1: Three Cubed.
2: Cube, Cursed, and Curious.
1: Oh, yeah, that show.
2: Those Haunt Elves. Oh, God. Lame. They couldn't have created a more boring title. Waiting in the Summer. When they cry. That hasn't been released yet.
1: Uh, it's probably the... Is it, who is it being released by? Sentai? Yeah, that's why. It's a re re They rescue licensed it. Uh, okay. From Funimation.
2: doctor Times two. I couldn't even get through season one, so I don't have an opinion on that show. <laughs> it was just too boring. I don't have the attention span. It's a flaw of myself. <laughs> Data Live Two. I Me and you still have to watch that. We've oh, both only seen season one, and
1: Wait, I did can only really imagine entire? how
2: cute season two is. Did
1: I watch the entire season two or season did one? You? I mean,
2: yeah, you finished season one. I did. If you saw the girl with the gun fight, the Kurumi oh. fight, then you saw the end.
1: I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything about that show.
2: <laughs> you just reviewed it. I don't
1: like think I watched ago. it.
2: You you had to have seen all of it because I remember you talked about him dating his sisters like the final arc and she
1: oh yeah 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 yeah
2: it's only twelve episodes yes so. yes
1: yes okay so Daily life two is now out
2: it's been out for a while
1: wow I wonder if it's dubbed or I mean dubbed excuse me
2: yeah oh well, I mean if it isn't it's going to be in two weeks because Funimation's releasing it
1: hooray I can watch it then
2: <laughs> we got Fairy Tale yeah, Part Nineteen I'm an idiot One Piece. Question 15. Celestial Method. That has a cool name. I don't know what it's about. Let's Google. Celestial
1: Method. Uh,
2: Sora No Method.
1: I am watching that. Day Day Live 2. I gotta watch more of that shit.
2: I don't That's think you good. should be that excited for that show.
1: Hey! Shut up!
2: <laughs> Celestial Method looks cute. Yeah, that's it. Um, but let's cover next week because these have good shows. How to raise a boring girlfriend? That's your Saka show. I know. That's shows great. You liked your lie April, my favorite ah, show of all dude, time.
1: Aniplex, fuck you, fuck you, Aniplex.
2: You don't fuck want to you. pay one hundred and sixty for part one ah, of four.
1: Eat a dick, <laughs> Aniplex.
2: You don't have six hundred dollars for your favorite show.
1: No, you know what? No. Even if I even even I like it, no. I'm not throwing away six hundred dollars on a show I've already watched, which was great and would probably make a very good that's one of those shows where it'd be really cool to show someone who is like fuck anime. You know what I mean? Like a good starter anime to show somebody.
0: Mm-hmm. Although
1: kind of, it is kind it is kinda slow. In the beginning. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. My tangent.
2: That's my favorite show. So It
1: is a great show, but $600? No, thank you.
2: Yeah, not for that much. I thought this said ghetto, but it says Getter Robo Armageddon.
1: Yep, Getter Robo from the 80s.
2: We have Eden of the East, which I still haven't seen. I hear it's pretty good.
1: Wait, so what is this one now? Is this like Eden of the East, the show? It says TV and, and movies. Okay, that together. makes sense. I have just the TV Blu-ray complete collection from like 2012- Mm. Um, it's a really, really good TV. The movies have been on. Uh, for some reason, the movies were on Netflix. Um, I didn't really care for the movies. I didn't watch them all. I didn't. I didn't watch the first one.
2: Mm. But uh, you'd recommend the TV show.
1: The TV show was really freaking good. Um, that would. I guess you could call that one a mystery because he wakes up naked in front of the White House with a gun. And a cell phone,
2: I would consider that a mystery. At least, if I and, and in my own have any of the life. best,
1: and this is in the Japanese dub too. They hired a black woman to to dub the line. I need to see your Johnny, <laughs> 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 and they actually left it in the English dub too. It's awesome. But yeah, uh, I guess you could call that a mystery because um, they're unraveling the mystery of why things are the way they are. Meanwhile, you have no idea who the main character really is, because his main ca- the main character has a boatload of like fake passports or real passports, so he just picks one at random and he's like, "Oh, my name's Takazawa," and he burns mm-hmm. the rest of them in a toaster. But uh, no, that's a really good show. Go, you should check it out. Really.
2: A cor- cor- uh, we dog, have Vampire Princess Mayu. Okay. The- Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun.
1: It's your show that you love so much. Uh
2: I had to pause in between watching the first and second half, so... I don't adore it, but it's good. I think John liked it more. Gotcha. And Uta Warirumana. What a t- That's all one word, and I probably pronounced it wrong, but...
1: Eh, it sounds about right. That's it. Uh, anything good we missed? Um... Nope. Alright.
2: <laughs> the past Alrighty two weeks, there. we missed other than Psycho Pass 2. Oh, God. I don't see anything I would watch. Gotcha. So, out of this, I mean, You're Lying April is my favorite on that list, but it's too much money, so.
1: Yeah. No. I also
2: am upset that the How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend is a sub only release.
1: <laughs> Why do you care?
2: I mean, I don't mind reading subtitles, but if I'm going to buy a show that I've already seen subtitled, I'd like to be able to watch it, like, Uh, on the dub. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. So I guess Nozaki-kun, I'd try, because I don't know how the dub is, but that'd be a fun show to watch dubbed.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha.
2: And I guess you'd want to buy Data Live 2 or Eden of the East, although you don't know if you like movies.
1: I'd still buy them. Nice to have the movies to go along with the TV. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, I guess we'll talk about Monster first.
2: Go ahead. So, and then we can both talk about NHK.
1: Yeah. I'll let you talk about it. I'm excited to hear what right. you say.
2: You can comment because mm-hmm.
1: you've seen it. Yes, and we do. All right. So I watched episodes 24 through 48. Of Monster. This is again a 72 episode show. So I kind of want to break this down. Into three. Uh, three distinct reviews I guess. Because there's just so much. That goes on in this show. So. It was really interesting. Because. They actually. For the majority of these 24 episodes. Tenma. And Dieter. And pretty much they were non-existent. They completely took the story in a completely different direction. And in the grand scheme of things, it all led back to, uh, to the main character, the, the, um, uh, what's his face? Back to Johan. And, uh, so it starts off at this college in Germany, and this girl and this guy. The girl's name is like Lada, um, and she meets this guy named Carl. I uh, essentially like a roommate of their like down the hall was like uh, committed suicide, and he was one of the readers to this old man called like the vampire of something or another. He was like really really old. His name was Hans and uh he was such like a baron of Wall Street, like on the stock market. Uh, and he was really well respected. But now he's old and crippled and you know can't see. But he hires college students to read to him every day. And he'll read, they'll make, he'll ask them to read Latin. Well, both Lada and Carl are both readers on certain, on different days. Well, Carl struggles with Latin. And Hans is pretty much like, you are terrible. You know, you don't have passion, you can barely understand it. You know, you're the worst reader I have. This kind of drives Carl to become better. Well, Lada and Carl, pretty much, they begin having a, uh, they become friends, and their Lara's friend just happens to be Johann, uh, another reader, who uh, to Hans, and Johann is seen as like the greatest Latin reader that Hans has ever heard, and respects him and feels like he can do anything, like he's almost like his son. Well, it turns out Carl is the son that he didn't know about.
2: Even though he hates some as a reader.
1: Yeah. Well, but on the other hand, there's other people who've claimed to be their son. So the kid who committed suicide was also claiming to be Hans' son, illegitimate son. Or, you know, the non-forgotten son. So... It turns out Carl's mom was like a prostitute and she got knocked up. And then eventually she died. Um, and now someone is masquerading as his dead mother around town. Basically, Hans is giving her money, this person, and pretty much like trying to right the wrong of bearing a child, you know, and helping her out. Not knowing she's dead, I I believe.
2: <laughs> Weird,
1: but it turns out to be this really fat prostitute, like who just nothing but like she's a fucking chain smoker. It's awesome. Um, but again, he's lying. <laughs> it's awesome. So, yeah, it is pretty awesome. But uh meanwhile, well, so this that's the main crux of the story, is Carl summoning the courage to tell Hans. Uh, that he's his son and them accept and him accepting him as his son. I mean how like, Johan is like teaching him how to read Latin and uh he you know, gets to know Carl and uh, there's a really cool subplot with one of the other detectives who finds uh, there's another character, another detective who had, like, been kicked off the police force because he was drunk and he shot a teenager and killed him. So he battles with, like, alcoholism, and he's visiting one of the doctors who is also a friend of one of the doctors who Tenma went to school with, and they cheated on the exam together, the one that helped him escape out of police custody uh, in one of the earlier episodes that we talked about. So they're both looking into Johan Meanwhile, the detective is getting, you know, uh, help from another doctor, from the other doctor, you know, battling with alcoholism, coming to terms with, with what he did. And meanwhile, he's also divorced. His wife left him. His kid, who's like eight or nine, pretty much wants nothing to do with him. But he's, you know, hey, I got a picture. He'll meet with his ex-wife at a coffee shop, which is also a bar. Um... And, you know, they'll talk and she'll just be like, oh, yeah, 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 she's great. You know, if she wants to visit you, I'll let her know or whatever. So you see the dependency of alcohol and you see his struggle to be maintain his his uh, addiction under control. You know, he gets temptations when stuff isn't going his way, um, you know, and then it's like everything comes comes great. His daughter wants to visit him for the first time in forever. And everything's great and then he meets Johan. And then he's killed. And oh, it's boy. sad. Yeah. But now they're trying to figure out, you know, why he's dead. The the the, the, the doctor has now also gotten himself and wrapped up in uh, in uh in uh this whole Johan business. Um there's also a really cool side story with Anna Liebert, um, learning how to, uh, fire a, like, learning how to shoot a gun and stuff, and, uh, she has a really cool side story, where she, uh, she, uh, befriends some old guy, who was like a marksman in the army in the olden days, but now runs like an, like a, like a little restaurant, and, uh, Pretty much is like, uh, used to be an assassin. Um, and, uh, th- th- there's some really interesting stuff there, too. But this all culminates into pretty much all these parties, inter- all these stories intersecting into this pivotal event where Johan is now like the right hand man of this old man Hans who's donating, like, he's got this huge library of books rare books that he's donating to a library and there's dignitaries and it's a big to do and Tenma's gonna be there and the doctor and the other doctor there's a there's a hit man who has been um who wants to keep Johan alive cause he thinks he's like the next Hitler essentially and he's gonna bring like the next you know uh Reich, or whatever you call it. Oh, you know, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So his motive is to keep him alive, While everyone else wants to kill him. and It was really interesting because, you know, they started off with this whole caro and lot of nonsense, and you were like, where the fuck is this going? Just go with the story, you know? Mm-hmm. But then they did a really good job of taking all these sub-stories and merging them into one. Now granted, I mean we're only on episode forty eight of seventy two there's still a lot of episodes to go, and a lot could still happen. Mm-hmm. you still got the detective who is uh chasing down uh uh chasing down people and trying to chase down tenma and uh just all kinds of stuff happening still there's still a lot of questions and a lot of things that still are like what's going to happen next but it seems like they really slowed down the plot the main plot to bring in a lot more other side plots that on one hand are good they kept it interesting on the other hand it's just like okay that happened now what you know and it's kind of funny though because it's like i've noticed in this show like people are very forthcoming with information like, there was a scene where he was, like, standing outside trying to find more information about Johan. And, like, the guy in the second floor apartment was like, Oh, I know about Johan. Come up here and I'll talk to you about it. And he proceeded to, like, tell everything he knew about Johan. You know, wow. and stuff like that. Well, where it's like. Story, right? No, exactly. And that's what kind of started to piss me off. Because it seemed like that was everywhere. Like,. The detective seeking questions or the doctors seeking questions. Like they would go and like retrace somebody's steps and be like, hey, you spoke to this kid named Carl. Oh, yeah, I remember Carl. He had a hot girl with him and this and that. And, you know, it was like, who talks like this?
2: <laughs> Thanks for your perfect uh, police description.
1: Yeah, yeah. It really reminded, reminded me of like, have you played Shenmue before? Nope. And there's a really, not a famous scene, but one of the things is, do you know where I could find some sailors? Do you know where I could find some sailors? Because you're looking for, like, sailors for a mission, and you literally just walk around town, walking up to people. Do you guys find some sailors? And they're like, oh, go to the sailor bar. (laughs) Oh, and then, you you know, it's just, people are very forthcoming with the information. And it's like, if I know something, I'm going to tell you about it. And that's where I kind of felt like this show was, where it's like, hey, if anybody knows anything about anything, hey, they'll tell you. They're going to come forward. And I'm like, you know what? This is 1996 or 2000. Like, you know, it's the mid 90s at this point, or even maybe the early 2000s. I find I, it's hard to keep track of time in this show. But the point being is, like, they don't use cell phones. They don't have any electronic. Communication. Like, you know what I mean? It's one of these like you kinda gotta suspend yourself in disbelief. Um because it's like, you know, no police departments seem to talk to each other. There's never police departments working on this whole murder thing, but yet they don't seem to talk to each other about anything. Hmm. It's like if they don't know about it, well it never happened. Or they hear hearsay and rumors. Sorry. Right, but it's still interesting. I'm gonna keep watching, and uh, you know, I, I really want to wrap this up because I really want to know what happens. But on the other hand, I, I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself from the last review. But it's like we know everything. We know who the killer is. We've seen him kill people. Like there's a lot of deaths in this episode, these 24 episodes. Like people are shot every now and then. You know, people are killed off, and. You know, it's like, come on, get get down to it. I mean, the whole thing with the library—three different people wanted the kid, the kid dead. You know, uh, Johan dead. He's still alive. You know, the mm-hmm. circumstance. And it's just like, ah, oh, fuck's sake, get on with it already. Just stop dragging this out. So we'll see. All
2: right. Welcome to the NHK. All right. Well, I started the show per your recommendation, and I really enjoyed the first episode because the main character, uh, Sato, is a total shut-in, and like you said, he talks to all of his appliances, and he's a little nuts and thinks everything is a conspiracy of the NHK to keep him down and unemployed.
1: So what's the NHK for people who don't know?
2: Um let's see. The Nihon Hikiko Mori Kokai.
1: Also there's a company, there's a TV, there's actually a legit TV called NHK, a TV channel.
2: mm Mhm. So it's like the Japanese shut-in organization. Yeah, that's what he calls it, (laughs) Their their goal is to perpetuate, as he views it, culture and anime programming to keep them shut in in his house watching TV or just doing nothing. So it's about the guy, Sato, who dropped out of school and doesn't have a job and gets an allowance, and for four years now, he's just uh, been isolated, basically. And then Misaki, wait is that her name, yeah, yep, Misaki shows up at his door and delivering like uh a,
1: a Jesus pamphlet,
2: yeah, basically, like they never say the denomination, but it wasn't it wasn't like traditional like Shinto or anything. It sounded almost like Christianity, but anyway, they're deliver, delivering pamphlets, and he doesn't want to accept one at first because. He's obviously, like, a shut-in, but he takes it and then notices the Misaki is, like, watching him. Then he goes back in. I don't really remember the beginning because it was, like, a month ago. But you
1: think of that? <laughs> that it was weird, though, because they, like, show Misaki and, like, he's, like, enamored by her. But then he goes and, like, dreams about fucking her.
2: Oh, yeah. He thinks she's, like, a nun at first. And he, like, goes to sleep, imagines her like, taking off her like nun uniform, which she wasn't wearing <laughs> at the time. Um, yeah, that was, that was weird. I guess that was the pinnacle of his shut-in stuff. But the first episode was real good because I'm like, wow, it's about mental illness and they do a real good, good job of like portraying him being anxious about interacting with people. So I was impressed and interested in well, watching more. Was the first more.
1: episode where he went and applied for the, uh, the, 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 the manga shop
2: no, I think that's the second episode. Oh, okay. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. Doing a synopsis of every episode would be kind of boring. Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to do that, but... Well, I don't know. You've done this before. What What do you want to hear about in regards to my opinion? Because I have no idea what to talk about for this show.
1: Well, I mean, just go over the show synopsis, I guess, and hit the key points. Because obviously, I mean, we want you to watch this. Like, my, my, my goal here in reviewing this show is to make it sound interesting, where you guys are like, holy crap, I want to watch it. That sounds funny, or that sounds awesome, or, you know, check it oh. out. <coughs> That's my goal. Excuse me. And these reviews.
2: Okay. So, it's kind of, it's it's paced well in the beginning. I enjoyed the first half much better than the second half.
1: Oh yeah, he's a college student, by the way. So, we're dealing with college-aged student, college-aged or young young adults, like 20-somethings.
2: Yeah, he d- he dropped out. What like freshman year? So he's like 22 now, I think. Um, which he's a year younger than me, and um, man, I really don't know what to talk about.
1: Okay, so essentially, uh, he gets a new neighbor who does nothing but playing anime music all day to the point where he gets like pissed off and gets frustrated. And he's like, fuck it. I'm going outside. I don't give a fuck how long I've been in here. This is driving me insane. And uh, it's funny. You get these really cool uh, visuals of like this, the appliance stuff going alive and telling him like, oh, but you like this anime stuff. And
2: <laughs> Yeah, like, you can't go outside. You're a hikikimori. Yeah.
1: So he's like, no, like, it's okay, okay, They always
2: say his name. Yeah. Did they have go- uh, things that look like the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> they have, like, NHK written on them. Yep. There's tons of symbolism in the show, too. There's tons of, like, they go to, like, K's restaurant, and the handbag Masaki or no, Hitomi has, has, like, an H on it. Like, you see NHK a lot throughout the show. I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Something to rewatch, I guess.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: And, and observe. But I must have saw it, like, 50 times. and. <laughs> My favorite part being the pyramid scheme.
1: Yes, we'll get arc to that.
2: And how when mm-hmm. they go in the initial room, like there's a whole bunch of posters of people stacked up in like a pyramid and stuff. <laughs> and their symbol is like a whole bunch of triangles making a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're,
2: like really beating in the fact that they're a pyramid scheme. It's pretty funny.
1: Yeah, we'll get to that here in a second. So yeah, he goes next door and he like pounds on the door and he's like, "You stupid otaku, shut your fucking music up!" And it turns out it was, like, his classmate from high school who he hadn't seen in a few years. So he, like, knew this person. And he was like, oh, my bad. I'm working. And he's like, turns out, like, his neighbor is a is a game creator? He yeah. makes games?
2: He calls himself a game creator. He's never made a game, but he's going to school for it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, essentially, they start bonding. So the main arc is, like, him like kind of learning about the <laughs> about the internet and like learning about Masaki
2: discovering internet porn.
1: <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes.
2: The episode um, is great with all the explosions as he like clicks on the pictures to save them.
1: Yes. Uh so essentially uh he learns about all these games about dating sims. He'd never played a dating sim before and he's like, "Oh, this is great." Um meanwhile, uh Masaki has taken interest in him because he she knows that he's a hikikomori and she wants to break him of being a hikikomori. She's, she wants to she has this experiment and she's kind of vague about it.
2: She's very vague. The whole show, I hated that. Yeah.
1: And essentially, they agree to meet in the park like one hour a day. I think it was like once once a week or twice a week, whatever. I think
2: it was yeah. every day.
1: I think you're right.
2: It was every day at nine. Yeah.
1: So, it's been a while since I've seen the show. So.
2: And she, like, drew up a contract, and if he yep. doesn't show up, he has to pay a million dollar or a million yen fine.
1: Yep. So, and she goes, well, what are you doing? He goes, I'm a game creator. I create games. Oh, okay. That's, that's great. Yeah, so, trying to
2: prove he's not a loser. Yeah, essentially Shut he's it.
1: trying to, exactly, exactly. He wants to win over Masaki. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so sets the motion of the series of events that is Welcome to the NHK. The show is pretty much broken down into four parts. You've got the first part where he wants to become a game designer with his neighbor. I completely forgot the neighbor's name. But uh, he learns about – Yamazaki, that's it. He learns about internet pornography and he gets given a bunch of porn from Yamazaki and he fills up his hard drive with internet porn. It's and he's awesome. like, my
2: computer's not working anymore. And he deleted his system files to store to more porn. porn. <laughs>
1: um, there's a, my favorite, One of my favorite scenes is he's like at a high school, like in the bushes with a camera, taking pictures of little, of high school girls for quote unquote research for his games.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he like hasn't slept in like five days playing games. So he has like a beard and giant bags under his
1: eyes it's <laughs> <Yes, that's> awesome <laughs> and Misaki's like from Misaki's like what are you doing He's like, I'm taking a little picture of the girls
2: <laughs> yeah he doesn't see anything wrong with it yes
1: um, and then he becomes addicted to internet MMORPGs to the point where he falls he, he falls in love with one of the characters that he plays alongside mm-hmm. to the point of where he wants to go meet this person and he finds out some shocking news of who actually is the avatar
2: She has to meet him. He doesn't want her to come over. (laughs) And then it ends up being his next-door neighbor.
1: Oh, he ruined it for him. Way to go. Spoiler. (sighs) Yeah, spoiler. And the next scene is, the next big arc is, he meets an old high school friend. They were, like, in this club where they just, did nothing like he just
2: yeah they're the literature club but she just read and he did nothing yeah they like played cards
1: and she's pretty much depressed with life and she's like you know what life sucks she's very
2: depressed and and, she's the one that planted the idea that conspiracies exist
1: yep as as in high school Mm -hmm. so we meet her we also meet uh who is it the the sister the brother is also like addicted to mmorpgs
2: yeah, it's this old high school like class president is the girl,
1: and like we see the addiction from the other side of like how it impacts your family and the ones you love because she pretty much waits on him hand and foot, mm-hmm. and he does nothing but like treat her like shit, and and uh, you know just says, oh, I'm playing games and you know it's sad, but it's like Sato's the voice of reason in this case.
2: Yeah, and then her sad story was getting hooked into the pyramid scheme. That she, so the reason he meets her again is because she calls him to like sucker him into being under her in the pyramid scheme. Yep. So she invites him to the meeting, and they're all chanting, and there's like a yakuza looking guy in the front of the room, and he like forcibly claps like real rhythmically to make everyone else clap during the speech. <laughs> he's so scary.
1: But the whole point of this is Sato is getting outside. He's meeting other people. You could almost say he's no longer a hikikomori.
2: Even just despite Masaki by proving he isn't. Like he doesn't want to do any of the stuff
1: usually. Yeah. Yep.
2: But he's like tricked into going. Yes. Then he joins a death cult.
1: Yeah, and that's the last arc is like this death cult where it pretty much says like and it's hilarious too. It My favorite episode is them trying to kill themselves and everything going wrong, like acme cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, it's pretty much like them coming to the, like him coming to the conclusion, like life's worth living. He met someone like Masaki. He reestablished relationships with, uh, with his, with Yamazaki. He, he joined a cult. He, he did all these things, you know, that
2: are outside his room. Yeah. yeah
1: they're outside his room. The stuff he never would have did. If he would have just been a shut in and kept eating, you know, ramen and drinking and smoking. And playing games and stuff, and that really the show I mean, like you 're kind of left to like you 're kind of left to be like, "Well, what did Mizaki play because they really don't go anywhere with that,
2: yeah, and that 's the most upsetting part of the show. The second half now I can talk about it now i 'm ready, okay. <laughs> so um because I just watched the second <laughs> half like recently is I really enjoyed the first half, learning about all the characters and the different situations and, like, each person has some some, some mental health issue. Um, he has the shut-in. Um, his roommate, like, has to always prove himself to his family and doesn't want to move back home and his old class president is super depressed and wanted to kill herself and the other person's just a sucker for pyramid schemes and a sucker in general and she realized the only way to get ahead or she thinks is to take advantage of people because she was always taken advantage of. And just like everyone has some fatal flaw, which is fine. It's like it's realistic, so that was a good part of the show, right? And I like then drinking. the no. second half I really wanted to know like why is even in the show and he threatens to like hit her not jokingly. He was actually upset um and he like raises his hand and then she like cowers in fear and says please don't do it anymore and like it obviously alludes to like her being abused previously and then nothing really nothing really comes of that that was upsetting (coughs) also there's a lot of good of like uh not foreshadowing but like character development of him getting more stable because like halfway through the show they're talking and um, he goes to like get a cigarette, and then he decides not to, and like puts it back and closes it, and just talks to her. And I'm like, wow, what a what a powerful scene for him, like beating addiction by talking to someone. And then just like the next episode, he's smoking again. So
1: I hear you. It's one I don't know why. Like-,
2: like they put in stuff that's like really powerful in the show, and then they just undo it because they're like, oh, we're on a set path. Who cares? And then, um, I guess the big spoiler would be Misaki also being depressed and that's why she wanted to take care of Sato because she wanted someone like lesser than her to feel better about herself. So she goes to kill herself eventually. And when he saves her, like never is the Well, she, like, talks about her dad or whatever after her stepdad and the abuse, but to me it just wasn't enough. Like, their pacing was real weird at the end, where, like, she should be the second biggest character because she's in every single episode taking care of him, and then she just gets no time.
1: Yeah, she plays a very pivotal role of pretty much all the events that occur in the show, and I I agree with you because...
2: But she just gets glossed over at the end.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of bullshit. I mean, like, I'm almost wondering if, I don't know. Like you know, a lot of anime, they tend to keep the manga. Like the manga keeps going past the anime, mm. and I'm wondering if this is one of those cases where we have to watch it, or we you know we watch the anime, but then we got to keep going through the manga, and you know eventually we learn more, or whatever with the characters.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then there's like cool allusion between the NHK just being a crutch and he says, whether it's the NHK or like the National Society for Depression, like he makes up all these fake cults or organizations and saying like, no matter what what your affliction is mentally, you can just blame it on that and then continue your life as normal. And that's why the very last episode is called Welcome to the NHK and it's the same as the show's namesake is she decides to like blame the NHK on her depression. And it doesn't matter as long as she like continues living with Sato and like that part of the show was cool. And like at the end, he's helping her recover from attempting to kill herself. And to me, like that stuff was powerful, but they, they they made it seem like their writing was going to be way more in depth in the beginning. And then they just didn't go there. So that was kind of upsetting.
1: Yeah, and the, uh, what frustrates me, too, is, like, they kind of put in your head early on, like, you kind of want Masaki and Sato to end up together, or at least, like, stop being patient and and doctor, I guess. You know how you say it, like, see each other as equals, or see each other more than just, hey, we're both screwed up, or, you know what I mean? Like, something to come out of all this. They They end up living together. They end up... Uh, dating they end you know something you know like yeah, hey he that's creates, what i was expecting is you like, know hey he once, created that game that him and yamazaki worked on and they became successful like nothing right that's what i'm saying is
2: every other character has some sort of resolution like he went to go help his classmate and they were going to commit suicide and then she like got engaged and stuff and like her life's going well but Misaki gets like nothing and I expected at some point he was going to be like, now that you helped me, let's go beat up your stepdad or something, you know, yeah, like, like, to resolve her issues. That. But it just never happened. Like, she goes to commit suicide, and just that scene wasn't powerful at all, like it could have been.
1: So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: so I gave it a 7 out of 10, because it's a good show, and I enjoyed the first half. But
1: yeah, I, I think the, re- the early episodes are really good at hooking you. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, the back half, while good... When you get to the end, you're just kind of like, that, that's it? Yeah. But where's the rest? You know, it gets frustrating. Right. But this I honestly... The second very
2: frustrating, but Sato as a character is great.
1: I, so. I honest, <laughs> Excuse me. Goddamn. I honestly think... I think we're going to have to do a little bit of research here and find out if the manga keeps going after the anime. Because I really think that's the only way we're going to find closure.
2: Yeah, that's a good word. It's missing closure and it has weird pacing. It's real good at breaking up all the arcs, and then suddenly, when those people aren't in his life, there's like three episodes of nothing, <laughs> and then it ends.
1: I gotta say though, I'm glad there was like no fan service. Like, oh, we gotta go do the the the, the 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 scenes where the bathtub and this and that and
2: yeah, you know, the bathtub scenes exist.
1: Yeah, but, but they're just they're I don't know,
2: they're not gratuitous. Yeah.
1: Well, what did you think of the dub and like the art?
2: Um, actually, one thing I was going to comment on is the music, and the show's amazing.
1: It's catchy, there's I lots, know.
2: Yeah, there's lots of catchy tracks and uh, like songs that fit the mood. Like, there's a few really depressing parts, obviously, when they're going to kill themselves, and it has really thematic music. And it also has like I don't know the origin of it, but they have like different ending songs and uh, oh, some no. characters. So, um, so yeah. Music really good. The dub was good. Mainly for his friend and himself. Not so much for any of the girl characters. I didn't really like any of their voices. Um, especially when Musaki was supposed to be upset. Actually, when they were supposed to be upset and they are like yelling at the imaginary NHK god or whatever and he was going to go kill it. Um, it was just real bad. Like Their portrayal of emotion was real flat, which was interesting because the whole show he's kind of really good as a voice actor at portraying how like upset and yelling he is but that whole scene is just terrible so i don't know if it's just because they had to work together for that but if you go back and listen to it it's pretty bad and um so the sound was average uh let's see and what about the art one thing I noticed is, like, the episode after The Pyramid Scheme, where he goes back to the house and sees, like, her shut-in brother. Um, it was almost like they suddenly had a budget cut, because every scene was shot, like, way far away, and they had, like, no facial features. Huh. And one thing the show did well is, like, his facial expressions, most of the show. So I thought it was really weird that suddenly, like, no one had <laughs> facial expressions. It was actually jarring to the point where I noticed, and usually <laughs> I usually wouldn't notice that. But overall, the animation was good. I guess it was kind of easy to animate because they only really animate his room most of the time and the park. Yeah. (laughs) So the animation is nothing to be impressed about.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha.
2: It was like a really good hook. I like some of the characters, but overall, I think it's just a pretty average show. I don't know if I'd recommend it to someone.
1: Okay. I mean, uh, it's a cool premise. Yeah. Definitely it's uh, unique. I mean this isn't the only show too to look at these kinds of things. Uh, a lot of people drew comparisons to uh 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 what was the name? The short name. It was like uh, however guy however you look at it, I'm not popular because of you guys or I forget what the name of that entire show is, but hmm. the one about the girl, we we reviewed it. Um Did we- uh, the girl She's like this. She's a sh- Not the shut-in per se But uh, I can't think of the name I'm I'm out of it here today uh, Anyway There's a lot of There's some other shows That also deal with this And uh, Not so Comedic way Um, But yeah
2: Yeah I don't know Was it supposed to make a commentary On all these conditions? I, 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 I really like it think that.
1: I really think it was To a degree But it wasn't, because a lot of people say, like, you know, yeah, this is what people do, you know, when they're in Hikikomori, you know. I could really relate, you know, people were saying, you know, oh, you know, reading about this or knowing people who were like that. That's kind of what Sato was. But, I mean, this was early to, what was it, mid-2000s? Like 2005-ish? Yeah,
2: 2006.
1: Yeah, I mean, like. Uh, I don't think this, you know, I don't know, you know, but it's, it's, I think it's definitely commentary to a degree.
2: <laughs> it, to me, the commentary wasn't really that powerful, I guess. Yeah,
1: but I don't think it was going to be like shoved on your throat.
2: <laughs> it's like, yeah, parts were sad and I could relate to like the video game escapism and stuff, but. Like, some people, yeah, I read a little bit of, like, Reddit posts about it, and people were saying, like, oh, this is the most depressing show I watched, because it struck home so much, and it just didn't portray emotional things or consequences well enough, like, he he gets his allowance cut off, and, like... Misaki just brings him food every day. Yeah. That's not a conflict. That's not how you should write conflict into a show, I don't think. Unless it was for the purpose of bettering their relationship, which they don't even capitalize on. So to me, they almost went too many layers deep and just didn't, there wasn't enough payoffs for me.
1: Gotcha. I'm sorry, you gave this a, this a seven? Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I mean, now I'm really just, it very interesting hearing your side because, like, I just, I think when I watch a show, it was just so fun and interesting.
2: Indifferent, different and diff- yeah.
1: yeah definitely but uh you know I watched it pff, six seven years ago mm-hmm. you know so yeah anyway alright well thank you very much for listening I think we'll wrap it up here it's been a little while and probably sick of hearing me cough into the microphone <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah um, I don't know what we'll be doing next time but definitely we'll do more anime so until then thank you very much for listening
0: Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Delacoon and Zach.